The Red Room Theater, Episode 98, Nothing to Lose. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Lanise. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies, help raise us up. Talk about how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about the movie Nothing to Lose, which taught us how to talk some trash and embrace the ghetto. So, we'll walk through this and get through what it all means. So, the movie, Nothing to Lose, okay. We did a vote between Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, essentially, and... Uh, I watched Men in Black, and that movie holds up. It's a great movie. Dude, D'Onofrio, what a performance he puts in Men in Black. He's wearing the Egger suit, dude. Dude, dude the Egger suit, I never noticed how it, it's rotting through the Weird. whole film. Yeah, it's yeah, get, yeah. Like, it's, 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 the, it's, the flesh is dying on his it's face. Gr- dude, it's, there's some parts, I'm like, that's disgusting how he looks. Just the way the way he moves, like he's not at home within his own skin. <coughs> Fantastic. Sugar. But, <laughs> but um, dude, he's, okay, anyways, but. We put a vote, and we and I we we both wanted to do a Martin Lawrence movie, so we had nothing to lose, which was released. You're in... lucky I wasn't thinking, because it would have been Black Knight, <laughs> which is crazy. That movie's so funny. <laughs> Me and Weenie were talking about how funny so that movie is, dumb, dude. dude. But the thing is, a script can be horrible, but if the guy's awesome, it's you'll it's entertaining. It's true. Um, so July 18, 1997, this movie comes out. We're 17 years old in high school. Has a 28% Rotten Tomatoes, which is a fair, fair tomato meter. For this movie, yeah. <laughs> Directed by Steve Odekirk, um, who did When Nature Calls. Who's the security guard, the dancing security guard? That's Steve Odekirk. Hol- that's hilarious. Dude. Any relation? Yes. Really? Bob Odekirk's the There's man. There's a few Odekirks in Hollywood that are all no hilarious. Um, you totally misspelled that name. Well, Odekirk? Oh, no, you got it right. Yeah, it's That's how you spell it? Yes. I don't know why I always thought there was an N in there. there <laughs> Odenkirk. There's, uh, there's all E's. I thought the Kirk would have an I at the end, but uh. the cast is, no, the, the movie hold up, listen, it don't. Uh, the movie's, you know, it's, we, this movie's a 90s uh, movie. Yes. And, and you know what? The way it's filmed is essentially exactly like double take. Like, just the way the, the when they're in the desert, it's just kind of, it's, Still better than CGI though. <laughs> like it's it's just good. It's it's a solid movie. Um, With a, and there's some there's some heartwarming parts. Yes, there is, and we will get to those. Uh, but the movie doesn't hold up. It's a '90s film. You know what '90s films did that were bad that people have learned how to do better? They hammer you with the musical cues. Like they just like the songs eat the scenes. Like they think, well, I put the scene, this song over this scene. It'll be hilarious. And I'm like, you got to be more subtle. First of all. No, you don't. Because there's nothing better than Scatman on this movie. Listen. That's Incredible. It's the only one that works, though. Dude, and then when it's like super quiet, then it goes right back in, dude. There's the part where they're driving and the song stops because he's peeing. And he gets back in. Then he comes running from the... the song starts again. Um, but uh, So it stars Tim Robbins. How catchy is that song, by the way? A scat man? Yes, dude. It's so Listen, dope. Do you have any idea who sang that? Or who no. Have no idea who did Scat Man. I remember loving the song though. Oh, dude. It was at, it'd be at CK105 all the time. Oh, I love CK105. 
<laughs> but um, so the cast we have Tim Robbins as Nick Beam. I can't believe Kelly Preston's his wife. We'll get to that. Get to her. In, in all her glorious fineness. Tim Robbins. Okay, some people know from drama, some know comedy. I I love both, whether comedy, drama, horror. He did an old school horror called Jacob's Ladder. Oh my gosh! And it had um, Rosie from La Bamba. Yes. Yeah. That movie is a it's mind like an trip or something. Yeah, crazy. Yes. Yeah, movie will mess you up. Um, That's eighties is a mug. Heck dude. yeah! He's got he, he got that fro going on. Yeah. Um, looks like Sean Penn from Carlitos Way in that movie. Just way taller. He, he ain't got a skullet going. <laughs> but uh, speaking. Robbins was in Shawshank, which is dramatic incredibleness. But he also has comedy chops, as we know from Hudsucker Proxy, which is comedy oh, gold. My when when uh, Paul Newman's Taylor's like, he's such a good man. <laughs> I give him the double stitch anyway. <laughs> and he's like, oh, <laughs> he lights a cigar upside down, dude. Paul Newman has comedy chops in that. He movie. has comedy chops. He's foot's on, his foot's on fire in the waste mask, and he's trying to kick him out of his office, dude. Oh my gosh. But uh. A sucker's so, underrated. Tim man. Robbins is a tall mug. People don't know. He is a tall man. He was in that one movie that bridges Arlington Road. You ever see that one? About the arsonist. Yes, with Joe Cusack. What? Who was Tim Robbins in that movie? He's the psycho. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. And they end up framing movie. bridges, remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's brutal. He runs, opens the trunk, dude. It's all. It's like. It's, he's also in that uh, Bull Durham. Kevin Costner. Poor. Costner steals his girl, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, is that where he met her on that set? Because Susan Rand is his wife. I don't think he's, it's his, it's his uh, co-person. His, they don't ever, they want to get married. Susan doesn't believe in marriage. Susan, oh, really? So they're like together, have kids, but they're not ever married. What's the legal term or the non-legal term? I don't know. Um, Whatever, dude. Partner in crime, shoot. But they they, they are that. Um, so Robbins, surprisingly, is strong in this, and Martin Lawrence is our guy. Uh, T. Dude. Terrence Davidson. He is so funny. Um, for, I forgot this rated R. I don't know why I forgot it's that. It's hard R, I dude. mean, F, like, I can't believe they made a trailer out of this movie because like, there's very There's that one scene where everybody's going, shut the F up. <laughs> you shut the F up. <laughs> and she's like, turn it down. Because we're watching it, the kids are sleeping, dude. She's <laughs> like, I turn it down. Because there's a lot of shut the F's up in that scene. Mm. Um, but uh, Martin Lawrence is genuinely funny in this film. He's, dude, man, he's is all that. Like every, all his lingo is amazing. We know Martin Lawrence because of uh, no, I'll get to that in a little while, but he does a great job being He's hilarious. He's the reason this podcast has catchphrases. We'll get to the. Let's, let's do it, okay? Um, there's a TV show in the '90s. It was on. Was it UPNO? What was that channel that like catered to black comedies, like Living Single, and Martin was, was it on UPN? it. It might have been UPN or the WB. Maybe, Some, maybe it was WB. Something like that. What it, it was on. It was. It, it took place in Detroit, which was awesome. He was always talking about the Pistons, talking about black churches in Detroit, which we knew. And Martin Lawrence, uh, and he was he was with uh, what was the girl, um, the actress? I can't Tisha Campbell. That's a great pull, dude. It's Gina, bro. Of course I know. <laughs> Where did she go? I've, I've never seen her in a movie in years. I saw her. In, I haven't seen her in years in a movie, dude. Too bad she was one of the, the one of the singers in Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, she was. And so was the other girl in Martin. The two girls were both the singers in that. <gasps> they were. Yeah. 
That's crazy. You're the one that her and Martin always fought. Yeah, um, but they're together, and Martin, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sitcom, but Martin would play different characters in the show. He pulled the Eddie Murphy, like he was like everybody. He was like, there was Shaniqua. Shanene. Shanene. Shanene, dude. Shanene. That, that was a cultural milestone. It, it Everyone was, quoted Shanene. Did you see the one where he boxed Tommy Hearns? And and Tommy Harris beat him up so bad. Like Gina, they're at the apartment later on after the fight, and Gina's like, "Come on out, Martin. It don't look that bad." And he walked out, and his head is enormous and like styrofoam, and it's got the fake like black eyes and stuff. <laughs> Great show, dude. Um, but uh, Steve, um, Tony. One thing my brother has done in our life is Tony is the master of the catchphrase. He will take random cultural milestones, and he will like when we were in high school. For there was a like one summer, you like there's that show, Mean Girls. They say top trying to make fetch happens are going to happen. You would make things happen every summer, dude. Every summer you'd find some one fr- one summer it was uh you need that corned beef ass. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and you would say it. That was from a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and you just always say it. And you made it go. And um, for some I reason. I forgot about that. You decided this one. You grabbed it held out to it forever. And you would just throw it drop it sometimes. Everywhere. And it's so. Like, I remember watching. um, Watching Shaun of the Dead. And there's a moment. Like, they're like. They find this cache of weapons. And he's just like. By the power of Grayskull. And I remember laughing. I'm like, because it's from, but for you, you pulled it. And it's, we, we also got the one, um, you'll drop it sometimes, you'll start singing, uh, <laughs> we're happy and we're singing and we're colored. You'll, that's from a really short lived TV show. It was great though. It was really, it, it was, for some reason, I was always drawn to the black comedies Fresh Prince, Martin, Wayne's Brothers, um, Different World. Yep. I never really was a big Cosby guy. Cosby sweater. I like Cosby more than you did, I think, but I'm not, I'm not that much. Not as much of those stuff because I, I, I was young. I wasn't like, it, it was so like sweet family stuff. The dysfunction seemed more <laughs> at home for us than the the, the wholesome crap. Um, but Martin Lawrence, uh, his girl was named Gina, and his catchphrase in the show was always. Well, it's in the show. It's damn Gina, but we say dang Gina because we keep it PG. But another reason we do dang Gina on the podcast is copyright infringement, <laughs> so we can get away with all the dang Ginas because if it's damn Gina, we get sued. But uh, what's great is sticking um, I, I you say it so well, so much. I say dang Gina out in the world now, um, just because everybody it, does. It's a really fun way to even my kids there was, say. There it. was even a episode of. What's the one with Terry Crews, uh, the cops? Uh, Sticking Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine, where he, some girl does something, he just goes, "Damn, Gina!" And it's so no, funny that's <laughs> awesome, dude. That's awesome. I love Terry Crews. Um, but we had, like, I was wearing my Dang Gina t-shirt, and we did the Dang Gina t-shirt in the style of the old Martin lettering. Yes, and it's dope. And I was in Cedar Point by myself, walking to Animal Kingdom, and someone goes, "Hey, man, where'd you get this shirt at?" And I was like, oh man, I was, up, it? Yeah, I was like, I was, I was, I was, I was late, so I was in a hurry. I'm like, man, I, I made it. He goes, man, I love that show. And I had to keep on going, but it was pretty awesome. But it's a, if you're in the know, you're in the know, and we have it for sale. You can get coffee mugs with it. You can get stinking, um, you get a t shirt, Dang Gina. I got to get a coffee mug. Coffee mug is, it looks dope, dude. Um, but Martin Lawrence, we've enjoyed him and his films. Um, we also have in this movie, 
Giancarlo Esposito is Charlie from Breaking Bad. Gus, dude. And he's like, and just, he's hilarious. You have him and you have John C. McGinley, who is um the guy from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. And for what's funny is I watching him in Scrubs was hard because for a while in the 90s, he always played these heavies, always played these really mean a-hole cops or crooks. Remember that? In the chase, he's an what, a-hole cop. What was, what was the uh oh yeah? Uh point break. Oh no, that's not him. That's not him. Looks like him though. But um, he plays that a hole heavy so well. We needed the comedy turn in the show Scrubs. I didn't know he'd do it, and he's really funny in that. What was the movie where he was the gay cowboy? The gay cowboy. Yes, he was like a flamboyant gay cowboy. I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. <sighs> Me, you, and Eric Delarosa watched it. I can't. I. I. It's. It's lost on me right he, now. Like he's doing a. He's doing. He's drawn with somebody doing the draw thing, but then he winks at him. <laughs> you remember this? Oh, dude. Um. Then you have Kelly Preston. It was. He was the one on Point Break. No, it's not. Yes, he is. I knew it was him. He's the jerk that um Gary Busey lays out finally. <gasps> That's right. Dude, this guy, see, this guy played that jerk for a long time. Yes. So when he's in Scrubs as like the as a funny character, it was just a weird turn for for him. Wagons East. He was the gay cowboy in Wagons East. I haven't seen that movie since Kenny I know. died. I, I just remember me, you, and uh, DeLorenzo were like, ah. <laughs> but uh, Kelly Preston um, is in this. She's also in Sky High, which my kids loved. It's a Disney. Kelly Preston was in Sky High? Oh, she was the mom. She's the mom, right. Yeah. She's in uh, Jerry Maguire. She's Jerry's f- uh, first girlfriend. Um, yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was a titulating character in that one. <laughs> You're so stupid, man. When, uh, she was. Do you remember that movie she was in with... The nerdy guy from Weekend at Bernie's. I'm trying to find it. What was that called? Where she's drunk and goes home with him, wakes up, and he takes her to, to va- on vacation with him. I can't remember the movie, dude. I can't remember the movie. What's crazy is the mama in this movie, who I love. Mama's hilarious at uh, Martin's house. Oh, Ma- she's so funny. It's Irma P. Hall. And she, it's a movie you've never seen yet. It's called Lady Kills with Tom Hanks. I I, I love that. It's a Coen Brothers film. Love the Coen Brothers. And she plays the old black lady. And she is fantastic in Lady Killers. I love her in that. Now, let's get into the movie. Again, it, it's a movie. Just, it, it's a 90s film. It's like one of those movies like Top Gun. You watch it again, you realize this movie doesn't hold up as well as I thought I, it did. But I still like it because... Nostalgia. It's nostalgia, and there's parts of it that are still fun. There's really good parts in it. Um, so, a couple things. One, we're big fans of the buddy comedy. All the way to the world. And for a while, Hollywood liked doing the black-white buddy they comedy. Um, they, you ha- they even tried the uh, Jackie Chan and a white guy. Chris Tucker. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, no. Jackie Chan, Owen Wilson. Then they did Jackie Chan Chris Tucker. Yeah, you're right. Tucker was first, wasn't it? Was oh, Rush yeah, yeah, Rush yeah. was first in Shanghai yep, Nights. Shanghai but, um, Nights. They often like mix the culture because of the uh the the the, the like that's uh, opposite attract kind of thing. But they had um, classic Murtaugh Riggs Lethal Weapon series. Oh. You had the uh, Murphy Nolte Forty mm. Hours series. Um, you had you had this one. You had um and you had the Tucker. Yep, Tucker. Well, you Chan. had Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones. Men in Black, it's, yeah. it's, it's, dude, that's crazy. That buddy comedy thing, 
and there is other buddy comedies. Like there's a classic like Friday, where it's just like two guys who are boys from the same yeah. world. But they often, a lot of the buddy comedies, especially the, um, what they do is they pair people who don't like one another and become friends over the movie. Like forty hours that way, big time, you know. Um, but I'm always been a big fan because the thing is to do a buddy cop film well or a buddy comedy film well, it's all about chemistry, and these two got it. These two over the course of the movie, they're both good actors. They're both very funny. They bring something so different too, and they being off one another so well it goes. <laughs> what I'm just thinking about is all the one liners in that movie, dude. Are just, um, he's over the top, and they keep it all in the movie, <laughs> dude. Okay, so here, let's, let's go through some of the scenes. Do now. you hear me, Gila Monsters? <laughs> Do you hear me, Gila Monsters? The plot of the movie is Tim Robbins, successful guy, loves his wife. Comes crazy. home early to surprise her to take her out. And he walks into the, and the house. Here's a, here's and they tell us that the wife tells him, next Friday, my, my sister, sister yeah. who he's never met, and her fiance are coming over, staying with us. So he comes home early. After letting her down, he comes home early. But the boss right. tells him, I need you to cover for me tonight. Because he's hooking up with some girl. Yep. So that's in his head already. So he go. He rushes home and his, he hears some noise. To surprise go, the wife. Goes up to his bedroom, opens the door a little bit, and there's from the back man. It like it, the hair looks just like his wife the hair going to town on somebody. Hey. And uh, going it, to town on somebody. Cochino. And he leave. Here's the thing. This is the part. And Martin said it. There's no way you just leave. No. He's he just like, walks down. That's what I would have told us. I'm Nick Bean. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you see he like loves her so much, his world comes apart. Yeah. And, and what's crazy is his sadness trumps his anger, which for us. It's the opposite. Dude, like, the anger helped protect you from the sadness. Yeah. <laughs> the anger is like, don't you worry. It's like the Hulk. It's like, Brenner, better you go lay down. I'll kill all these fools for you. Yeah. Like. He walks down like a beat pup. He is. sees the cufflinks with his boss initials. Yes, and instead JB, of going, and, and he literally just got done having the conversation where he's like, "Call me JB, call me JB." He's like trying to this no, new thing. PB, PBJ, PB. Yeah, uh, and uh, he sees it. And instead of going crazier, because like your boss, PB, that's so dude, funny. Instead of going crazier, he just is more discouraged. Yeah, he said his car drives away. Yep, there's no. Are way. you kidding me, dude? There's no way. I would have I would have went to the kitchen. <laughs> oh shoot. Made a drink. And I would have just sat there at the table. With one leg over one, you know, doing the cross leg thing. Just yep. sitting there having my little drink. And I would just waited for them to come out of the room. <laughs> Do you hear me, Gila Monsters? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the opening scene of not minority, minority Report. Minority Report. <gasps> Where the gla- guy with his glasses, yes. his wife's cheating on him. He just goes like the, to the park. And he w- watches, and the guy Ooh. comes, and he comes Literally. back. Literally, <laughs> First of all, she's a dog. She's a punk A-B. He's trying to be like, want to get lunch? She's like, no, you got to work. Like, she's cheating on him, doing him all. wrong. I would have pulled that Tim Robinson, Tim Robbins up in the air, elbow on the face, blah, damn. <laughs> Dude, he, I does, say, he does the, the wind up. He's like, he's like, he looks like one of those dolls that like, it's like, just comes at him. But uh, 
he just leaves. No way. Dude, did you hear how that played out here in Flint? The shooting at Planet 3? I, I heard she got acquitted. They're not going to charge her. What happened? So, here in Flint, Michigan, where we live, there's a... Uh, there's a trampoline park for and kids. And kids love going there. So, the teen night, between this teen night, a lady pulled out a gun and shot someone and killed them. In the middle of a Friday night, Saturday night teen thing. Yeah. And they just released all this of the news today, that press conference. They're not charging the girl with murder. She pulled a gun out, shot a guy, killed him. Premeditated, partner. Um, this is what they're saying. The guy has a laundry list Wait. of like uh, felonies. He's a violent felon. He went to prison for like 10 years because he beat his 16-day-old kid to death. Beat the kid up, went to the hospital. Kid, he went because of the beating, went deaf and blind, and the kid died a few days later in the hospital, and he went to prison. He's been charged with like choking women, uh, beating women. Um, all he, I think there's been 19 PPOs against him. The guy's a violent man. Jeez. Apparently, this guy had choked her, and beat up her son, back oh, in the day. Okay, and she sees him there at Planet Three. Now, I don't know. The, the, the report didn't say whether, like, he approached her or gave her a look. I don't know what happened in there. But what we do know is she got a CPL. So she had a gun on her. She had a gun, and she put him down, and they're not charging for doing it. What did, uh, what did Valcomer say on Charomance? <laughs> got to put him down like a dog. No, he says, uh, well, he's a stray dog. No, he says, cops throw a party, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's a weird thing. Craziness, dude. They, they, they got caught, like they said, you know, she saw him, she felt fear and in danger, so she killed him. And the uh, prosecuting attorney's like, good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> so what's for lunch? <laughs> oh dude, I, 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 I put me to... on that jury, I'd be like, Psh, do we really got to deliberate? Listen, listen, that there was a case out in like Kansas where that um. That father, that farmer, had all, he hires farmhands randomly in the, during the, um, like they, the reaping season and st- the harvest. And he couldn't find his, his, one of his... That was Texas, player. That was Texas? Yeah, because it was Mexicans from over the border that he, <sighs> they had working for him. Well, wherever... Sorry, I was... He, he walked up on it. Walked up happening. and found the farmhand molesting yeah. his son. And he didn't mean to. He hit him he three times and killed him. him. Yeah. With his mitts. You understand that, though. Yeah. You understand that. What? Shoot. Dude, that's, I'm glad you don't fight no more. You would more. have been mashed potatoes. Like at, at, at a stinking, if you found a bar, you might kill some fool. Like, anyways. So, Do you hear me, Gila Monsters? But that guy killed a guy who was molesting, raping his in own the son. Act. In the act. Called the police. Said, listen, I hit this guy with my hands. He's not breathing. You got to send someone. He calls himself. Doesn't bury the body. Calls the police. They arrest him and bring him to the sneak police station. He goes through the whole trial. He's acquitted, but there's a trial here in Flint. They're not even charging no, her. They ain't even a trial, dude. There's no trial. They're like, man, we got too many corrupt politicians. We got to worry about this lady. <laughs> dude, I can't. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's sticking true a man style, dude. Well, we live in the Wild West, dude. Um, so. The Wild Wild West. <laughs> good thing that wasn't on the docket, dude. That movie was horrible. Dude. That movie's terrible. The only good part about that movie is Sandra Bullock, or uh, Selma Hayek's booty. <laughs> and she had the Long John thing on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I know. Um, but. <laughs> the Wild Wild West. So he rolls out, and he his he's just 
over life. Dude, he he just leaves in the car. Doesn't know where he's going or why. And he just gets off the exit in the hood. Randomly just gets in out the interstate. The, what city are they in? Are I don't know, in, dude. On, They go back to L.A. They're in L.A. because they go to Arizona. Okay, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. L.A. Dude, he is in the... You see it quick. like Probably the, in Copy Tone. The graffiti, yeah. the lights, the people just on the side of the road sitting around, and he gets carjacked. Martin, his gun was sweet. I love that gun. And, dude, Robin says it. Boy, you choose the wrong guy. On the wrong day. And just guns it, and they end up together. And oh, dude, Martin's crying. He's like, you one of them guys that chops up bodies, puts them in the desert. Oh, man, we in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie starts with that and just the goes. One thing that pissed me off, though, is he just throws his wallet out the window, and I'm like, oh. Dude, the thing is, he's self-destructive. He's done. Yeah, yeah, he's done with life. Like, I've done some crazy crap in anger. Yeah, but you ain't never going to get me away from my phone, wallet, keys, my phone, wallet, keys. I saw a guy break his own cell phone when his, girl- his girlfriend broke up with him. And he started taking his phone just smashing it like, down the dashboard Dude, my and bu- broke his own phone. My buddy Ray got so mad. It was, <laughs> what his brother? His brother was just being an idiot. And so Ray's looking at me and he just takes his, just takes his phone from his ear, puts it in his mouth and just goes, and like just cracks the screen with his teeth. No! <laughs> cracked the screen with his teeth? Oh, man. Dude, and then later on you're like, man, I'm so stupid. Oh, man. Oh, jeez, dude. But, um, so that's, that's, that's a plot of the movie, okay? And the plot, it's a good plot. Like, do listen. It really is. I felt miserable for Robbins. I felt sick for him. And I, I knew that it wasn't really his wife. I knew, even knowing that it wasn't, it was really the sister come, come early, it still felt terrible. I know. Even knowing it wasn't real, I'm like, man, poor guy. Dude, I, don't, I, I don't know what I would do either, man. I don't know what I would do. But he's just, he's, he's miserable, suicidal, self-destructive, doesn't know, and has no direction. Now, they decide, they decide I'm going to rob the guy who did this to me. I'm going to burn his life down. And he starts mimicking him, saying, I don't trust no banks, because he's got all his cash in his safe at work. And he knows the codes, the the everything. She's like, Martin Lawrence, let's do it. They're going to go and rob this place, take all the money. And uh, there's a scene when they're robbing it. And this is funny, because um, they're they're hiding, and a uh, security guard comes in, turns the radio on, starts dancing. And what's funny, the clock goes like what? An hour and a half. And the guy is sweating. He's sweating and dancing. Dude, you stuff. see it from like the shoulder, the, the, the V, and the, like, goes, it's the shoulders going back down the spine, and yeah. then the other part's dry. He, that's how real sweat. Hello, lonely girl. <laughs> Martin's like, white people. <laughs> Dude, listen, listen. There's a, well, there's a dumb thing like, uh, like love. There's a, there's a dumb saying, that's like no one's watching something, 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 something. Like, you know, I wouldn't know. There's one that that's no one is watching is one of these sayings yeah. we'll have. First of all, you never do unless you're drinking, like maybe. But like, I have been alone, like, I've been caught a few times. You're by yourself, just rocking. You tear it up. Dude, tear it, tear it up. You're Michael Jackson. No one knows you're it. You're lucky you don't drink. <laughs> I'm, dude, get me on a dance floor, boy. Totally. That's like karaoke. You'll be always better than me because I, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm subconscious. You get a little bit of courage in you. You're going to sing whatever you want to sing. Um, like me, I'm too like, I, I don't want to mess up. <laughs> That's the beauty of going, dude. And then you realize how much better you are than some people that think they're awesome. People up there and just bur- what? They murder songs. <laughs> it's 
it's it's <laughs> the best is when you know somebody's like totally serious about it. No. Oh man. But see, with, with your buddy Henry, he seems so good. It's not First fair. Of all, he's a punk. Because you go to have fun sing karaoke. But he's going to put on the real. He gets up there and does a Boys to Men song. That ain't right, like, dude. Ass. Did you ass. Because he kills it. You see Boys to Men come out and give Kobe that, uh, they sang that, uh, that what's that song, uh, Boys to Men song back in the day? Oh, the, um, So Hard to Say Goodbye? Yes! I can't watch that, dude. Uh, uh, who started that? Alicia Keys, maybe? She started, yeah, she was the host. And then she started talking, and they she started singing it, and they come behind her. And they joined. Oh, my God. I turned it off, dude. Anyway, but that guy dancing. Listen, I, I I was once in an elevator, had my headphones on. I'm just just go, doing my thing, dancing, like singing you along. You like that dude that was at the record store in Chicago? <laughs> Wait a minute, now that was like, I got what you looking for. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was he was in headphones on. He was letting it go in a record store. People looking at like giggling because he's just singing it. I might sing if I'm like alone in a field, but like, I was in this elevator. And I'm just in a field. That's what I said to her. The case. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm in the elevator. I'm just jamming, just jamming. Elevator open, I come out, and the, the children are just laughing. And I'm looking, and I see camera. The cameras are there in every oh elevator. He was watching me get gosh, down, dude. dude. But that scene is funny for me because I'm like, I've been alone cleaning up somewhere, and you just listen to your headphones, and your headphones when they're like loud in your ears. You talk loud, you sing loud. The whole world's gone. It's just you. Just you ever see those guys that do those um, headphone parties, headphone discos, no. where like everyone has headphones on with the same song, so everyone's dancing because it's all loud in your head. But if you look, uh, you see cameras of just outside, and you have no music on. And you see people just, they're just, they're just dancing, and there's no music, like, it's Are you here shoes? Dude, it's, it's holy. Why? It's so funny. I don't know. People do, like, backyard parties in the city, because they can't be, they can't have loud music, because you're neighbors. Oh so you do these God. headphone parties, and everyone's the same song, you just rock it out dancing, with headphones on, but there's no real music. It's like, uh, in Avengers Endgame, where, uh, they see... Um, Star Lord singing with his headphones on, but there's no music. He just yeah. looks stupid. Like, oh, so he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but that seems funny because we've all just. I'm glad if, if there was footage of me. If there was footage of me like Angus, I'd be dead, dude. You know what I'm saying? I can't even imagine, dude. Just you think about the things you do with the friends that are stupid, but there's no. There's I can't no, believe his boy did him like that, dude. dude. But they they beat him up though, man. Broke his arm, dude. Poor kid. They, those punks, dude. Dance. He's trying to learn how to dance. That's so mean, dude. You got a big heart. I got a fat heart. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. But uh, what a great movie, dude. We'll do that. That movie was huge. Watch that. Us. High, yeah, for no one watched, but it was Nobody so good. Movie, um, great soundtrack too. Oh my gosh, dude. Green Day and Weezer songs that weren't on records. Really? We're, nope. Dude, there, I just heard a Switchfoot song, two of them, that I, I liked the band a lot. The songs were only on soundtracks, not on records. I'm like, guys, you're killing me. Bro, there's a, the Crow 2 soundtrack has a song from Korn and Death Zones that are just on that soundtrack. That's crazy. So, cause Amazing sometimes, songs. Sometimes they'll, they'll put those on their greatest hits albums, though, yeah, later yeah. on. That's always awesome. They're, they they released a live Blink-182 album, and they put a... A uh, song called "Man Overboard" on it. That's incredible. But it's not on nothing but that. It's on the so live. Good. That's crazy. Um, so, Death, no, 
dude, he's dancing like a mug, dude. Um, dude, that's the way he was sweating was so funny. And that's the director of the movie right there. That's crazy. Now listen, the girl. So Tim Robbins is a point where his he thinks his wife cheated on him. So he's burning his life down. He's burning his life down. And there's this you meet this girl and she's giving him the eyes. I tell Angie, like, babe, he did nothing wrong there. He goes by flowers. He's um, just polite. Listen. What? He's not throwing off the That's stank on her. Debatable though. He's not putting out any. What did you say to her? No one buys you flowers. And then what? That's a shame. Or what did he say? Something like that. But he does it with a little smile, and, and so of course she's. He's just like, being cool, man. It's <laughs> funny. I'm the married guy. You're the single guy, and you're like, man, he's doing wrong. I single fool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm about to break a record. <laughs> <laughs> do it, dude. No, but um, here's the problem, and I, I'm gonna get crap for saying this. Say it, dude. And you know, and Henry knows, and it's just too easy sometimes, just to be charming, make somebody laugh. That's it. That's all she wrote. It's crazy. There's people that think they're really smooth and funny, and they're not. They're not, dude. I've seen. I saw a guy at the coffee shop. Try to turn. He, he literally looked at us and goes, "Watch this." So he's like trying to show us mm. how he's the man. How he's got so much game. And do we watch a girl burn him down? And we we like Sean Murray cried laughing. Like we were we were like, and she's like, and she's looking around like, what? Because she didn't realize he was trying to be cool. Like, dude, she burned him down. So it was that girl. I still think she was. I, I see every time I see her, I'm like, you bad girl, you bad. Like she burned him so bad, dude. But uh. She, and that's when you first meet her, she's just a sweet girl. She's a sweet girl. Real pretty, curly hair. Yeah, nice. And she's young. Just, she, she desires to be like uh, someone to care about her and like her. But later on, you meet her, and she's desperate, dude. She's oh, yeah. like drinking. And, and you say it. Your line is true, dude. Desperation. Desperation is a stinky perfume. It is. It is. No, four it? plus four is not 44. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen. For the no prize, name that movie. Oh! And listen, for last week's no prize, the no prize was Thug Life. And Who the first it? person to get it was Christy Tesmer. So way to go, girl. You beat everybody to the punch. Like, we had five people come after it, but she got beat them all. She was the nice. first one to it. So Yo. it is. Get that it movie. Is. You get that, that. Four plus four is not 44. <laughs> it is. Um, but. She not only is she desperate, but she's kind of flighty and dumb. Even the bartender looks at her like, ugh. Because she's so like she's clingy. Drunk. I'm saying she I'm saying this. Sometimes the guys love that though. The sweet I, I prefer the sweet versus the like clingy, grabby drunk girl. Like, she seems so sweet and cool earlier, and then she's so like desperate and and clingy and dumb at the end. I'm like, it's not even attractive. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) what's crazy is Robbins loves his girl so much when that girl tries to seduce him and she's, she's going after him, dude. She's trying to seduce him. Like she's, she's trying to get him versus him trying to get her. And he just starts crying because he loves her and he can't, he just loves her. He loves his wife, and he's heartbroken, and he can't rebound just to like just to like destroy her memory. He's he's too broken. He couldn't uh, he couldn't confront her. 
He, and he can't cheat on her because he loves her so much, dude. Why couldn't he confront her? Dude, he left because he was just... I, I, I can't... Listen, people are different. That's what I would have told to be. <laughs> I'm Nick Bean. <laughs> He's coming at him. Dude, he, dude, he chokes the crap off. <laughs> That's so... It's all quiet. He's like... <laughs> dude, he gives it. I would have told to be sure. <laughs> then he gets home and he's just like, "I'm sorry, baby." Oh, dude, um, stinking. Some guys, I guess, the sadness would be more than the anger. I don't get it. Not me. The anger is 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 the first. There's this great uh, in the movie Inside Out, the Disney film. You ever see that one? It's the emotions like are in your head. Andrea was talking to me and my girlfriend about it, and she just started weeping, dude. Andrea did. Yeah. Tony, I watch it. We watch it every time. Every, every time, we watch it for the first week of school every year because there's a scene in the movie that. So when she was telling us about, she starts crying her first day of school in front of the mm-hmm. kids. I remember I'm like, no, no, because you don't, you can't cry in front of new kids at school, and she does, dude. And it's painful, but it's crazy as. You see different people, and it shows what emotion drives them. Every man you meet in the movie, anger is the driver. It's it was re- I was like, that's very uh, that's very apt observation. Dang. Some women, it's it's um like it's sadness. Some women, it's joy. Some women, it's uh like guilt. It's cra- it was it was crazy. But for men, it was always anger driving the car. And I'm like, that that's how it goes, man. How is Big Red not huge? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Super Bowl party next week. I'm going to have a big red at it, though. What party? Super Bowl party at the, for the guys, Life Challenge guys. Have a big red like crazy for everybody. Making hot dogs. have 18 too. Oh, psh, I know. So, next, this is something I had thought of when I watched what this. What a badass game, by the way. It's going to be great. Jeez, I can't wait to watch it. Man. So. Hello, lovely girl. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the difference between me and him is I wouldn't just lip sync. I would sing the song. Oh, yeah. He's oh, lip syncing. Yeah. I would be singing Forget about it. loud and proud. If there's no one there, letting it rip, dude. Um, but because uh, what's funny is when you have headphones on, you think you can sing. And you can't sing. <sighs> the beauty of driving a semi-truck oh, man. is that I can crank it and like really work my vocals out. That's awesome. Because you're in this truck. Yeah. There's not ain't nobody give a shit. Yay. I, I sometimes I'll look like in the morning, I'll look next to me and I'll be like like cracking up to Dave and Chuck the Freak, and you know who, around you who's listening to Dave and Chuck. You see who's laughing with you. There was there's been times where I literally look at a guy and and I just point at the radio and they'll look at me and shake their head and they'll point at the radio. And that's, you know it's Dave and that's Chuck. That's awesome. <laughs> Is that they get, get, get that, that place here? It gets all the way up here? Who? Dave and Chuck. No, that's like a Detroit thing. Well, I, my route is Oxford. Okay, so you're down. Is it get all the way up to Flint or no? They've been chucked. No, but people got the, uh, what do you call it? Um, you can listen to it live on the Riff. Okay. Uh, the website or there's a podcast too. So, dude, first of all, they, when they stick up that, when he sticks up that first place, because it's a black and a white guy together. The sheriff is like, it's got to be these two guys, the the other black and white guy that are wanted. Yeah, that are just brutal. It's Gus and that stinking guy. Which crazy? But they're really they're brutal. Bad. They're, <laughs> like they're brutal. When um, I can't believe they get out of it twice with them guys though, dude. That's crazy. Stinking when um, when 
when Gus and uh, Scrubs guy see Robbins and Martin, and they're chasing them, and they start ramming them, I'm like, guys! You have a Tahoe. You're bigger than they are! You would smash them. Dude, could you imagine your old Tahoe with Dude. that front end? What you could do to somebody? I had that crazy to... deer killer yes. on the front. I would wreck somebody. If someone tried to run into me, I would destroy. Like, like, Forget about it. I'm going to go to. Like, he's, he's, all he has is react and, and scared, and they push him around. Mm-hmm. They're in a smaller vehicle, lower. Older. They, first of all, you could outrun them with your car. You have a big old engine yeah. in that thing. Or, or you could put them on the ditch, dude. Dude, just push them over. I, I was watching, I'm like, man, you gotta know what I. Dude, it made me think of nothing to lose when he's like, you got a BMW, act like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you got that big old beast car. Dude, dude, I've never had a guy come into me. If I'm driving and a guy starts coming I over. I hope not, dude. <laughs> Please. Um, that was for you, Johnny Short. <laughs> he loves when I'm horrible. Um, I took it. You completely just derailed my mind. <laughs> so, um, I'm just saying. I've never had a guy coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, 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 I'm not going anywhere close to those places. Um, anyway, I've always thought if someone. Like right, like if someone tries to merge into my lane and I'm there, you hold your ground. I I go I will go in the shoulder because I don't want an accident. But if there was nowhere to go, I'm going right back into them. I don't want them to push me. Like I don't want them to hit me at an angle. Put you in a in the rail. I'm when I'm like you know what if it's it's me or you. Like heat, you know if it's it's if it's you're, you're you're between if you're in you're in my way, man, you're going down. Or Harvey Keitel, if it's between me and some dumb mother ever. That ain't no kind of choice. <laughs> that ain't no choice at all. <laughs> oh, dude. 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 Um, so. Hello, lolly girl. Now we're going to do something hilarious. If you want to support the podcast, you can go ahead and go to patreon.com. So you can't read into our patrons by saying, I'm going to go into something hilarious. No, listen, listen. Give a dollar a month to make the podcast go. A lot of you guys give. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's just, it just what you guys give helps us to buy stuff. And what we did is we got... We went out and got some sweatbands because we wanted to be work out with them. We, and we're sending them out to everybody this week. I'm, I'm, uh, this Friday, I'm going to post office with all the, all the bags packed. I'm mailing all of our patrons the brand new swag. So I'm going to reveal it to Tony right now. Mm. Tony's not seen this. Tony's not I haven't seen, seen this. him yet. You got hold a great up. Bag now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, <laughs> What'd you do? So apparently, apparently, when you say I need, I want something from the '80s. And I want to I want to wear it when I'm working out. You got I said the wrong word. I said headband, not sweatband. And it's what they gave us. The. F- <laughs> I knew it, dude. I knew it, dude. What I'm- do I do with this? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. You're just gonna send this to people? Dude, listen, listen, listen. If you, yo, yo, dude, dude. listen. I know when they showed me it, I was like, uh, what is this? That's why I'm like, what is this? Listen, if you, if you are a small guy, send this back. Listen, I'm getting the sweatpants made. This is a headband. So listen, all the patrons, if you've got a wife or girlfriend, give it to her. She'd love it. 
It doesn't even fit on a on a big man's head. Like Tony, go ahead and try. Go ahead and try, dude. <laughs> We asked for headbands. <laughs> Apparently, women... That don't even fit on my head. No, my head neither, dude. Man, get this shit out of my face. <laughs> dude, listen. I was so excited. Dude, dude. I was too... The you showed me the what it was supposed to look like. I understand. Who's who's doing these? Listen, I asked for... I, I said the word headband. I said... 80s workout, but they still did headbands that are swept. I, I wanted stretchy. Yeah. Karate like Kid headbands. Yes. And they misunderstood me. Misunderstood you? So that's the cheapest. <laughs> that No, this is something people wear. That looks like an SS armband. <laughs> listen, listen, Angie says a lot of certain people wear these. They're popular right now. So he assumed I meant that because they are popular. Yeah, and they all hang out with Sean Murray. Yes, Murray <laughs> looks great in one of these. I'm sure he does. If you're a hipster, if you're like slim and, and, and you're, if you're slim and like fashionable, you pull this off. If you're a big man, you can't pull, pull that off. That don't look good on nobody. I saw people wear this. Hipsters wear these. A headband. Yes. And if they have long hair to keep it out of their face. Yes. That's what they wear it for. Oh my god. So listen. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. You're gonna send those out to people? I'm, listen, I Be promised. Giving them that bullshit. I promised a swag. I'm sending swag. Listen, give listen, it. Give take it. Take the SW off. Swag. That thing's lame. <laughs> listen, if you got to ruin my night. If you got, if you got a lady in your life, give it to her. She, she might like it. Might be a good. Keep her hair back out of her eyes. It's a headband, <laughs> not a sweatband. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. She can look right up at you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't send those out. I I got us. I promise people something. You send those back. I can't, bro. We wasted money, Patreon money on that. I understand. This. You have a whole bag full of that. That's right. That looks like kindling to me, bro. <laughs> listen, some people like how many did you get? There's a hundo. Oh my gosh. We almost got a hundred sweatbands, but we got those. I'm gonna they're gonna give me a discount on the sweatband order because of the mix-up. Oh, mix-up? Listen, I didn't know these existed. I assumed if I said 80s workout, you know what I meant. But headbands apparently are big right now. They're, Where are they big? People wear I see people wearing them, dude. I've never seen one person wear one. My wife has some of these. Listen. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. Not <laughs> this, but like like you, oh, you wear it over your head. Yes, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keep your hair out of your eyes. You're listen. Working around the kitchen garden. We go to the barber every two weeks. We don't need the hair out of our eyes. I understand. So I want to. Get away before I get pissed. Dude. Okay, I'm sorry. Dude. I can't. I was so excited, dude. Listen, I'm sending these out. Give them to your girl. You'll get real ones soon enough. Right. We'll get real ones to you. Wow. <laughs> so, Patreon, thanks for supporting the show. And uh, send us more money so we can fix these idiots' mistakes. <laughs> They're not idiots. It's my, listen, I'm just as, it's half and half for fault. I should have asked them to give me. Uh, you showed me the picture. I know. How does it get confused? The pic- that could be that. What? That could be the thing. No, we- it couldn't. You ruined the night. <laughs>
Let's talk about how funny Martin is, dang it. Okay, so you can also go to redroom.threadless.com and we have t-shirts for sale. We have the Dang Gina raised by movies and the Red Room Classic. They're available right now. So if you want to, pay, if you want to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash redroomthetray. We'd love to have you give a dollar a month. You're going to gonna have to give 250 now with fix this mistake. <laughs> New bands. Listen, I did a taxes. I'd rather have rubber bands, dog. I did taxes today, and the Red Rum Theater lost so much money, it helped my taxes out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude. How do we lose money? I I did a couple things with like I I, I we rebuilt the website. I did all the okay new hosts for the podcast and stuff. So raise this right first. First of all, dude, you're you do the same raise this wrong raise this right for every movie. What is the one? What is your face? You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, that's two. Um, no, but you're like, what, what did you? What is your? What did you say? I sent you ten things. Listen, here's one of them, though. Listen, here's one of them. Okay. This movie is told from Tim Robbins' point of view, right? He's the normal guy. Yes. And Martin. Why is he gotta be the normal guy? What do you mean the normal guy? I'm saying he's a suburban guy. The movie is told from his point of view. He's suburban. And what a movie Martin does is urban. What a movie does, they give it a character and you see the world through their eyes. Tim Robbins is the guy we're supposed to be walking with and understanding. Uh-huh. What's crazy is as we watch this movie, we don't know oh, his we world at all. To Martin. We relate to Martin's yes. world. And what's crazy is I used to be, because of movies, because a lot of times I thought I'm supposed to be like this thing over here, the Robbins world. I was embarrassed for the world that I came from for a long time. I wanted to bring I wanted to bring friends home from college to see where I grew up, um, to come to my house. I I thought our life because it was so loud and chaotic and nuts that it was different than everyone else's. I came to a point and I realized that man, what we have is awesome. I just didn't know. So I started bringing friends home to our because I remember bringing Angie home to our house for the first time. And she's like, why does everyone yell? I'm like, that's not, we're not yelling, we're just talking. But just mom hitting us and yelling. And I prefer, listen, their apartment. Oh, uh, you better rephrase that, fool. What? She's playfully smacking us and joking. But it's like, she would smack us hard. Yeah, because you're a dumbass. I understand. But I'm saying, people don't understand. That's not the life they grew up in. You're over here like, oh, she'd be slapping us. No, and she's yelling. not beating us or nothing. <laughs> I mean, we were. Huge. She was by herself raising us, and we were big by the time we were 13. Yeah, so she had to smack us. Dude, she'd hit us with things. To this day, she'll smack me, and I'll be like, oi, oi. <laughs> but, dude, for you, if you if, if I get mom to hit me, it's a win, dude. I I, I just say things just to get her to hit me because I think it's funny. But uh, I prefer when they go to his apartment, it looks really nice. Yeah, until you hear the gunshots. I understand. I'm saying... Inside your that, home, it doesn't matter where you live, it's your home. I'm saying the aesthetic, like the way his house looks versus the way Robin's Robin's house. I don't like the way Tim Robin's house looks. It's, what? it's cold, empty. It's what? like what? what house were you looking at? Wood floors, awesome kitchen, beautiful furniture, 50-inch TV. Dude, you talking Martin's about? house felt like home. Mars house looked like a tiny place without shitload of stuff in it. I loved it, dude. I know you did. Like the, the quilt over the back of the couch. Look at I, I just there's parts of that the how like the table reminded me. I'm like, it's a small little table in the middle of the room, dude. I just Man, you lie like a rug. 
You've always been about a big old TVs. I got a you big got old a fireplace upstairs. I had to get a fireplace. Man. I had to get a fireplace. I really relate to the ghetto. Oh, you're getting the finer things. Dude, I've never bought a new piece of furniture my whole life. You bought more new furniture than I have. One piece. <laughs> Ever in the history of furniture. I just bought a $200 ottoman. It's the only new thing I've ever I'm bought. I'm saying that the ottoman more than any, any piece of furniture I got upstairs. Listen, that thing's gangster, bro. <laughs> it's so nice, it sits a little bit higher than the couch, so it's like you're laid back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? You're right. The, the, the one thing about this movie that you see is that you can't judge a book by its cover. It's true. Because you think Martin is a gangster. You think he's a gangbanger. Mm-hmm. But he's a he's a dad. He not only is he he's a, dad, a good dad. He's a good. He's a great dad. He's he's uh, trying to do anything he can to get a good job. He's he's doing the on you know the homeschool college thing. Went to college. You know, got a degree. Got a certificate. Yep. Um, and he he's turned to all crime. these applications are saying limited experience, not hiring at this time. He's turned to crime because. And you because realize he's, still got a he's not a good gangster. No, he's not. Like trying to take Tim Robbins, he's not good at it. He's not good at being a robber. Like Robbins is a better gangster because he just thinks through it. Like yeah. I, I, like I tore the phone out of the wall. He's like, oh, he never even thought of it. Yeah. Never even thought of it. Like Robbins just, you know, how, dude, random hilariousness. What? When Tim Robinson, uh, Tim Robbins is robbing the gas station. Not really robbing it, just keeping the guy from robbing. You know, yeah, taking him to jail. He comes outside and Martin's like. Why don't you give me a piece of that, liquor, <laughs> that sour licorice? And he's like, well, I didn't think about it. He's like, you, you didn't think about it, man. I'm, it's just a messed up world, man. And then he goes, here. And he's like, thanks, man. I got He starts tearing it up, dude. <laughs> then he starts making fun of him about it being sour. He's like, man, just white people taste buds, man. <laughs> but uh, you're right. Like, he's turned to crime because he has no other place. No other place. Um, it's like on heat. That guy's trying to make Dude, a go of it. Dude, that's the heartbreaking. The, the his sinking, boss is a piece of crap. Taking some of the pitching off of, of the top. Mm-hmm. For like, I'll give you a job. I get 20% off the top just for hiring you. That's brutal, man. Brutal. And so he goes back to crime because at least it pays. But you're right. Cri- listen, crime doesn't pay. Dude, <laughs> I had I had someone offer me. I can probably say this. I had someone offer to launder money to the church. Dope. How much I get? I guess I can keep 10% of it if I laundered the money to the church. They'd give the money, put it in the church, and I'd donate it later in the year to this certain cause. But I'd keep the percent of it back for the church or for myself personally if I wanted to as a bonus. And it was tempting, dude. You can't just put that out there on the podcast. (laughs) I didn't do it. Well, I understand, dude. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like I was tempted, but I realized, man, if I did this and got caught, that's my life. Well, you ain't be the only pastor whose life blew up on some stupid stuff. Dude. Listen, I'm just saying, you're right. Crime don't pay, but you're right when you say that you can't just a book by its cover because people you can't let a good dog down. Wow, 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 or can't keep a good dog. Yeah, because Martin Lawrence does come across, but he's a He's a, and, and Tim Robbins starts to realize this guy isn't just a punk. He's a kind of a, he's a man who's trying. When he sees him with the kids, that's when it turns. He's watched him. And when he sees him with his wife. Because he loves his wife. He's a good, I mean, he's lying to her. 
That's what I told to be. <laughs> and Nick, beam. <laughs> so hey, listen. Funny, you did you cap him? Oh, you capped him. That's why you out here in the desert. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Dude, that mama smashed She's those real fools. Deal. Dude, I seen grandma grab Jesus by his hair when he was like twenty. Hey, did mom ever hit any of your friends, Tony? Yes. Dude, I remember one time she threw Jake out one time. No, she yeah, did. She did. He threw him out. Threw him out. He called me for a week apologizing to her. Do what time um, Eric DiLorenzo, me, and maybe uh, some of the guys were behind Miters, and I was wearing this sweater, and they the sweater said it was flame retardant. So I think you were there. You set it on fire. They, they said, well, flame retardant means you can't get on fire. So they, they started lighting me on fire, and it caught fire. And they, they had put me out, and they, they burned a hole in the shirt. So I come home, and uh, I'm trying to hide it. And Mom's like, what's the matter with your shirt? And I'm like, oh, we were uh, seeing if it was flame proof. She's I'm like, flame retardant. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, she's like, were you wearing it when they when they said it? I'm like, yeah, ma. She started smacking me, and like Eric's sitting there laughing. And she's like, you probably lit him. And she smacked him, dude. He ran out of the house, dude. It was <laughs> so funny, dude. But uh, that's I don't I don't think most I don't know if a lot of moms hit their. No, they're kids, friends. We're Flint, son. That's that's funny, dude. That is an urban thing. That, it, that, it's an urban thing, is it? Just someone smack, like, if someone smacked, if they were older though, if someone smacked my boy, I, I, I would, I'd let it play. I think if it was Nesto and he was being stupid, but uh, you're right. For Martin, you can just book back his cover. He's a good dude. I'm reading a book upstairs. It's called um, "Doing the Best I Can." I'm doing the best I ever did. <laughs> 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 Who is that? God smack. Oh my god, dude. Go away. Just go away. <laughs> dude, that guy loves those long A's, dude. Oh man. There's a way. What else is there? So let's like to do. Um Keep away from me. <laughs> god smack, dude. dude. What a name. Um that's god Austin band. Me in the head when I heard that band. Is that uh Austin band? Texas band? It's Texas band. Probably. It's, it's yeah, probably it's Texas, Texas band. But uh yeah. Texas ass. Um so yeah, so um this movie, you can't judge by its cover. People are more than you see in the front. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. This book I'm reading upstairs called Doing the best I can. Dang it, Tony. I'm doing the best I ever did. I'm doing the best that I can. Go away. (laughs) So that book, though, is about urban fatherhood and how, like, dads aren't just deadbeat dads. Some of them are trying to be fathers. They have no idea what that means. The book is, like, depressing beyond belief. It's, like, 11 stories of different guys trying to be dads to their kids. But they just don't know how to do it. It just the inner city is such a crazy place. But I digress. I digress. So, Degrassi High. For next week on the show, we're going to be doing a great movie. Not next week, but next episode. We ain't like, done yet. Okay, what you got? I mean, how does the movie wrap up? They go and they rob. Okay, they get so, the money. What happens to security? I mean, come on, dude, can't leave him hanging. Look, watch the movie. Ninety percent of our crowd ain't watching this dumbass movie. So. They break it's good in because Martin's hilarious. They steal the movie. They steal the money, and Robbins is so angry, he breaks some of the boss's artwork. He's got a big old dong on his statue, it's, d- d- but the dong's got a face on it too. It like matches Listen, the face of the face. If you go to Latin America or even Africa, South America, there's stuff like that. 
Like I'm sure. with the the, the dong is a sign of fertility. The the big old the big dong is a sign of fertility. Well, so he, then Nick Morales has got the biggest one ever. He's talking about fertility. <laughs> Becky just announced they're having another baby. I know. A seven, son. It's impressive. <laughs> Come tag season. <laughs> but uh, they just mask off. They see it. So he, they leave the money. What happened to the plan is his wife didn't cheat on him. It was her sister. She loves him. And the couplings have been there since a party, and she wanted her to take him back. Right. Take him back to work. So he re- But re- when they my favorite line of the movie was when they went to steal some flashlights. Martin steals two ski masks. And so then they put the ski masks on and they go into this hardware store to steal flashlights for the for the robbery. <laughs> so Martin finds these flashlights with AM and radios in them. And so he's like freaking out about how dope these flashlights are, why Tim Robinson is Sticking up the joint. And he's he's like super excited. So he's over there going, yo, man, these flashlights is all that. You can listen to the music with the lights on, boy. <laughs> the whole movie is littered with Martin phrases that are just, there's no reason that it's there, but it's funny. And they keep them all in the movie. It's great. It's great. Just the spider, the pants on fire. I mean, there was a... Dude. So much stuff, dude. There's a there's a scene where he's on the edge of a stinking balcony, and the sheet is put in the lock to closing the door, so he's just leaning, dude. And the legs are there's two legs on the ledge on the rail. And the rail's only about an inch wide. That so scene he's is sweating awesome. and crying, and the sheet is holding the chair, and it's stuck in the, so the you glass open the door, door. He's gonna fall off. Yes. <laughs> and Robin is, is, is he doing? He's doing. Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's, he's practicing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's open like, and grab. Wait. Open he's and like, grab. Wait, open grab. I, I, I think I can do this. He's like talking to him. And he, like he's like perfectly calm. It's like like you said earlier. Tim Robbins. He does everything calm. He thinks it out, and he's like practicing it. And he's like, don't, don't. He goes, I'm gonna count to three. And he's like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And he's like, two. And he's like, you're on two already. And he's like crying. So Tim Robbins. Opens the door and catches the sheet. It's it's that's amazing. It looks. I don't know how they did it because it he looks so good. He catches the sheet and Martin looks at him, and he's like so proud of him. He's like, "Man, you go, boy!" And he's like hitting his chest and Tim Robbins. Let's go on the sheet, dude. You just did it all the time. You go, boy. He's like, "Go!" And he's like punching his chest, dude. That was so funny. So, but he lands in the balcony underneath him because the, the sheet, sheet like, it, grabs it, the. It, uh, yeah, it, it, dude. So he tells Martin, "I gotta bring the money back to my boss. I, 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 I can't throw my life away. I need. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get my whole life back. My whole life. And you feel bad for Martin because he's got nothing. Because Martin tells him, "Well, I'm gonna get my life back too. No job, no money, living in the hood. Kids the waking gunshots up. Gunshots wakes them up, dude. Yeah, the kids come out, come out to the living room." I just had a, uh, a, a thing on my phone just now saying uh, gunshots in neighborhood. Like, I just came across the... This neighborhood? Yeah. Well, good thing I get to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Steakin, the thing is, he gets his life back, gets his wife back, all is good in the world, but his face is still on that video. Yes. So the boss, they, they pull the video up in the boss's office. But one thing you learn early in the movie is, is Martin is messing with Tim Robbins' camera, his video camera. 
And Tim Robinson's like, put that down. You don't know, you know, that, that's it's expensive. And Martin's schooling him Tony, on how he don't have everything he says is, is true. Yeah, the digital like, deal in, in, in like uh, the, in the three CCD, like all that. That's that was back in the nineties. That was all true. Like it's past that now. But yeah. back then, he was on point about yeah. his electronics, and he knows real he's stuff. He's smart, and he's he's a he's a hard worker. But it it kind of highlights the fact that you know a dark skinned man in corporate America, it's kind of hard to get a good job. And Tim Robbins is starting to realize, you know, he's got. Some advantages, just being him. So, Tim Robbins is they. He says if something's not missing, they don't view the camera, the kid, the footage. So he thinks he's gold. But there's vandalism. But the problem is he took a sword and chopped the dong off the guy's statue. <laughs> yeah, dude, he went at it too. Oh. He's giving the middle fingers. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was funny. Um, but uh, well, Martin. Pretends to be an electrician early in the morning, signs in, goes in, and so he records over the face, the footage with tape that he got from the car when they were in the car together. That was awesome. It was great. That was really cool. But the best, we didn't even talk about what happened at the apartment. They walk in, and Martin's mom comes out. She's pissed because it's 2.30 in the morning. There's this big, tall, white dude there she's never met. And she don't care. So Martin's going, thinks he's getting a kiss, and she slaps him. I mean, she slaps him. Slaps him in his grill. And he's like, what'd you do that for, Mom? And then she slaps him again and says, don't you talk back to me? And Tim Robbins <laughs> is like, don't talk back to your mother. And she slaps him across his face. What was that for? She's like, that's because you win him. <laughs> that's how moms are. Dude, it's great, dude. Dude, because she says, whatever he's in, whatever he's involved in right now, and I know you are too. And you're just like, oh, dude. End of the movie. They're at a picnic. Robbins survives, gets his job back, let back, goes to Martin, offers him a job. Yep, he says... He says, because of what happened, they're up in the security system. They're getting brand new digital stuff. He tells Martin, hey, do you want to come run it for me? So he comes to the, they invite him to come eat with him at the barbecue. Grandma's there. And um, she's got this jar of mustard. And she's like, this is my homemade special mustard for my barbecue. And Tim Robbins is eating the last of it. He Slathers oh, his dog in it. Oh, dude. She's like, Where's my mustard at? And looks over. Tim Robbins eating it. Slaps the dog out of his hand. Slaps the crap out of him. Martin starts cracking up. Slaps Martin. And then it ends with fading out of the family, all the barbecue. And Martin and Tim Robbins are crying, dude. <laughs> That's an awesome movie. It's, it's, it's nostalgia. It makes you feel like a kid. Martin is so funny. It might not hold up as a good movie, but it holds up as. Funny. It made me laugh. It was, it's made me funny, laugh, dude. Gus is hilarious. Gus, Gus, those two guys together are. They're and, really funny, and they're good friends. They're, they're not like they they really like affirm one another. <laughs> like, I, lo I love how he's like they're in the strip club and he makes them leave, and Gus is like, "Man, you messed up my game, man. You messed up my game." And the other guy's like, "Well, you know what? Those girls, oh, oh can you blame them?" They're, they're really attracted to you. 
I can't blame him. You're a very attractive man. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's really, it's weird. It's like the, the classic music when they're driving. He goes, man, you got to change channel. This is he getting goes, me down. This is really getting me down. Man, this, this, this shit, this shit is the shit. And he keeps saying it. <laughs> and he, but he's already to cry because I'm just making him so he's sad. Like, you don't know what you're doing to me over here. That's <laughs> <Like, laughs> so funny, dude. Just two guys together, dude. <laughs> but, uh, man, this so, is not true. For next week, or next episode, we're doing a great film. A movie that holds up Dude, so strong. I can't even believe. We're bringing a special guest uh, host. Yes, we have an amazing guest. Well, you'll meet him when he shows up. We're watching, arguably, one of Tim Burton's best films. The one and only Big Fish. Man, if you haven't seen it. Watch it in the next two weeks. That's me next, next uh, episode on the... Um, Podcast. That's me next episode. So you listen to the podcast, the iTunes Podcast Store, or on Spotify. I like the show, you can leave a review. They're right there on uh, the, at the iTunes Podcast Store. You can follow the, sh- the show on, pi- uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash redroomthetray. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And you'll get a headband in the mail this oh. uh, next week. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Man. <laughs> Don't even get me theater. going again, dude. I'm sorry. I wanted to get you going again, dude. Stupid. All right. Peace out, everybody. What do he say? He goes, you hear that, Gila Monsters? Is that what he said? Do you hear me, Gila Monsters? <laughs> do you hear me, Gila Monsters? <laughs> We're out. Peace. I'm a scat man. I'm a scary man.